Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Saturday, February 3rd. Shabbat Shalom. Yeshua, I am asking that you give each one of us a delightful meal of freshly baked bread, living manna from heaven today. You say in your word that you are the bread of life, as it is written in John 6.35. And Yeshua said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. You also say in your word in Deuteronomy 8.3, So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeshua, in Matthew 4.4, you quoted this verse from Deuteronomy 8 when you were being tempted in the wilderness by the devil. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You also said to your disciples in John 6.51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Ah, but today we ask that you serve us fresh bread, from the oven of heaven. Would you please prepare our hearts to take in and eat this bread? Today we take in you, Yeshua. We take you into our hearts. Open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our hearts to understand what you, Yeshua, want to speak to us today through your word. We ask this in the precious name of Yeshua. Amen. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Yitro, and it means Jethro. Exodus 20, 18-26 When the people heard the thunder, and the loud blast of the ram's horn. And when they saw the flashes of lightning and the smoke billowing from the mountain, they stood at a distance, trembling with fear. And they said to Moses, You speak to us and we will listen, but don't let God speak directly to us or we will die. Don't be afraid, Moses answered them, for God has come in this way to test you, and so that your fear of him will keep you from sinning. As the people stood in the distance, Moses approached the dark cloud where God was. 
And the Lord said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, You saw for yourselves that I spoke to you from heaven. Remember, you must not make any idols of silver or gold to rival me. Build for me an altar made of earth, and offer your sacrifices to me, your burnt offerings and peace offerings, your sheep and goats and your cattle. Build my altar wherever I cause my name to be remembered, and I will come to you and bless you. If you use stones to build my altar, only use natural uncut stones. Do not shape the stones with a tool, for that would make the altar unfit for holy use. And do not approach my altar by going up steps. If you do, someone might look up under your clothing and see your nakedness. Matthew 22, 34-23, But when the Pharisees heard that he, Yeshua, had silenced the Sadducees with his reply, they met together to question him again. One of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Yeshua replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Then, Surrounded by the Pharisees, Yeshua asked them a question. What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? They replied, He is the son of David. Yeshua responded, Then why does David, speaking under the inspiration of the Spirit, call the Messiah my Lord? For David said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies beneath your feet. Since David called the Messiah my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? No one could answer him, and after that no one dared to ask him any more questions. Then Yeshua said to the crowds and to his disciples, The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees are the official interpreters of the law of Moses. So practice and obey what they tell you, but don't follow their example, for they don't practice what they teach. They crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease the burden. Everything they do is for show. On their arms they wear extra-wide prayer boxes with scripture verses inside, and they wear robes with extra-long tassels and they love to sit at the head table at banquets and in the seats of honor in the synagogues. They love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi. Don't let anyone call you rabbi, for you have only one teacher, and all of you are equal as brothers and sisters. And don't address anyone here on earth as father, for only God in heaven is your father. And don't let anyone call you teacher, for you have only one teacher, the Messiah. Matthew 22, 34-35
The greatest among you must be a servant, but those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Psalm 27, 7-14 Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, Come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me, O God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path, for my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done. With every breath they threaten me with violence. Yet I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently. Proverbs 6, 27-35 Can a man scoop a flame into his lap and not have his clothes catch on fire? Can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? So it is with the man who sleeps with another man's wife. He who embraces her will not go unpunished. Excuses might be found for a thief who steals because he is starving. But if he is caught, he must pay back seven times what he stole even if he has to sell everything in his house. But the man who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. He will be wounded and disgraced. His shame will never be erased, for the woman's jealous husband will be furious, and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation, nor be satisfied with a payoff of any size. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Matthew 22 and 23. And I want to begin with the words that Yeshua spoke in Matthew 22, starting in, uh, well, we'll start in verse 36. And one of the people who was with him, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with a question and said, Teacher, what is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? And so Yeshua distilled it down to one thing. And he replied in verse 37, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And a second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law, or Torah, and all of the prophets hang on these two commandments. So sometimes in Hebrew roots, we make things way more complicated than they really need to be. And we get off on all these rabbit trails and tangents, and we get concerned about the proper way to say the name, or which calendar should we be following, and and we just get into all kinds of complications and rabbit trails. And we forget the most important thing, following the Torah 
in your faith walk is a little bit like climbing a mountain. And whenever you've been hiking and you're climbing a mountain, usually the trail is with switchbacks. You go a little stretch and then you do a switchback. And you're slowly, slowly ascending the mountain. You could consider this mountain Mount Zion. And at the top of the mountain is Yeshua. So as you're ascending, as you're climbing this mountain and hiking up the the trail with the switchbacks, what we need to remember is that the pinnacle, the top of the mountain, is very simple. It's all about relationship, relationship, relationship that we want to have a loving relationship with our Father in Heaven. And we want to have loving relationships with our fellow man, with the brethren, those who are in the faith, and even those who are not in the faith. We want to walk in love. But sometimes what happens is people in the Messianic Uh, Hebrew roots world, they get engaged in all kinds of conflict and strife and division and argumentation. And they have forgotten the most important thing, which is to walk in love. To walk in love for God and to walk in love for one another. So another part that I want to unpack here comes from the next chapter, chapter 23. And here's what happens is we fall into the traditions of man and just accept things and assume that it's all correct and good. And we forget sometimes to ask the question, does this practice that I see line up with the word of God or contradict it? So, for example, in the Catholic Church, we have a hierarchy of authority. We have a local priest And then going up the food chain, the hierarchy, you have a bishop. And at the very apex, the top of the pyramid, the hierarchy, you have the pope. But what Yeshua says here in chapter 23, verse 8, Don't let anyone call you rabbi, for you have only one teacher. And all of you are equal as brothers and sisters. And don't address anyone here on earth as father. For only God in heaven is your father. And don't let anyone call you a teacher, for you have only one teacher, the Messiah. But yet, when we go to congregations and churches, whether you have someone who's in charge who's called the priest, or who's called the rabbi, or who's called the pastor, um, we tend to elevate them. We put them on a platform, literally, they are up above everyone else on a platform, but we also do it spiritually and mentally and emotionally. And what this is saying here is that all of you are equal as brothers and sisters, and the greatest among you must be a servant, and those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And so it's really an upside-down world in the kingdom of God. It's quite the opposite of what we see in the world. And yet sometimes we tend to run churches and denominations and religious institutions like they are corporations or like a military command structure. We're copying how the world does business when in fact the leader is a servant. It's the leader, the leaders of a group are servants. They serve. 
And that's few and far between. You don't see that a lot. You see teachers and pastors and and they they get themselves on television and on YouTube and they have a huge following and you know we make them into stars and we idolize them when in fact they need to be servants they're called to be servants and that we are all equal as brothers and sisters and it takes humility and too often pride really clouds up the picture Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that you show us what it is to be in your kingdom. You show us how to walk, how to walk with love in our hearts for those around us, with your love, how to see things through your eyes, how to truly be a servant, how not to elevate ourselves or pop ourselves up but to just be a servant to others. Thank you, Father, for this clarity of your word today and help us, Father, to apply it to our lives. We ask it in Yeshua's name. Amen. Vish Mareka Yaya Adonai Anavilaka Vikuneka Yisa Adonai The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers Chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.